Okay, so we're going to have a Q&A now. Um, fire away, any questions that you've had? Can I just add to what you're saying? Sure, there? sure, yeah. If you look at all the great revivals that have happened over the centuries, they all come from brokenness. Um, well, we visited a church in America, Pensacola, Brownsville, um, and they built this huge, great church on a prophecy from, from a Korean fellow, and they sat there and they were about to give up. They said, this is all waste of time, God. And it was only when they just said, right, I'm cancelling the lot, they brought this itinerant sort of preacher in that nobody really heard of. The next minute, they were, they were literally pushing the doors down. People from the area, you know, just coming rushing, because they come from brokenness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, Pat. Do you know, I don't profess to have any special gifts because I, I've tried and done all this and nothing's happened. But I notice what God does with me. If someone approaches me with a problem, it's something I've already had. So he brings the people to me. Yes. I don't go looking for them, or I don't know. But I find if I'm at a bus stop, or that, that's my life, talking to people at bus stops, en route, anywhere, having a laugh sometimes. But I notice that when they get to the nitty-gritty, it's something I've already been through. Yeah. So you can really have empathy with them. Yeah. So I feel that that's the only way God uses me, but I don't feel as I've got any special gifts. And oh, I really have tried to look at, you know, pictures and, and I, I didn't look for the white horse. I'm not worried because I, I do do whatever God bids me, but... Ah, can I just say to you, that's a gift of compassion, that's one of the biggest, greatest gifts. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Empathy is wonderful. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. If but, it's, but it's not, it's not <coughs> that I am good, it's because I've been there, so I know what they're talking about, that's all. Yeah. So really God's just using me. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I, uh, the best gamekeepers used to be poachers. Oh, right. <laughs> well, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit's the one that decides who gets what gifts. He's the dispenser. And, uh, you know, you are gifted. You may not even realise in what ways, but you are. And, you know, by... In, uh, by coming across these people or these people coming to you in the process of doing that you are using that which you're gifted with no question absolutely absolutely well Dennis DeGrasse once said to me that God loved me very much but it wasn't for me I had to give it away and that's when I really started seeing yeah. what I could do but before that I was looking for love for myself <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> cool Anybody else? Any other questions? Be a really short session, otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> no controversy there. Jesus, 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 Jesus. these meetings they have in Africa, the people there, they don't have any inhibitions. They just glory, they praise God, they just <coughs> let it all out. <coughs> we are stiff upper lip. I've been told, but preserved, you know, I think, that let's go for it, come on, let's let it out. Amen. Yeah. Amen. May I recommend living with some Italians, that might... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think that they're desperate because they haven't got anything, so God's their hope, that's their joy, when they hear the word of God, to them that's wonderful because they feel so downtrodden. 
that they are certainly unencumbered by the things that we're encumbered by. And interestingly, both Rob and I have been sensing in our spirit that the way God is speaking to us now is about the things that as a, a body we're encumbered with that we need to get rid of. So watch this space on that one. But uh, very, very challenging. It's sometimes, sorry Alan, I know you want to, it's sometimes the where, where your treasure is, yeah. that's where your heart, that's where your yeah, heart yeah. is. And, and I, I used the analogy on Sunday about football, you know, football's a great tool, as Ernie and I spoke about, to evangelise, but it's, it's useless at the same time. But I've stood on the cop, and my treasure was there before me, and I, I wasn't, I had no inhibitions on the cop, no inhibitions whatsoever, I would, I would go berserk. Over 11 men kicking a, a, you know, a, a sack of wind. And yet, so I think, all due respect now, but it, it sometimes is, we have to check our hearts and see yeah. what, what our treasure is. Mm. We'll get excited about all, all other kinds of stuff. So it's, it is the stiff upper lip, but sometimes we have to examine, in my opinion, mm. ourselves and say, where is my treasure? <coughs> you know, am, am I, if you read Song of Solomon, how the, the love affair they have, and that can be, I think that should be developed and, uh, yeah, but I'm with Amy, let's go for it. Give Alan a chance, Amy. <laughs> but just, just before you say something, just to, but you were talking earlier on about hunger. Um, the truth is we're all always hungry. It's just not necessarily hungry for the right thing. We're always desiring and have deep desires for something or someone or for whatever. Um, it's not that we don't have hunger at all, but it's it's what, what you said. Where, where is that treasure? What is it that when the pressure's off and nobody's looking, where is my heart drawn? It's a great indicator. I think we hide behind our pride as well. We say we say we don't, but you know, just to be able to make yourself a fool of yourself, like for God, with a daily dancing and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just like like do it. You know, don't don't think about it. Don't be like Peter. Take your eyes off Jesus and end up sinking. But it's, 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 easy. it's easy for us to sit here and listen to you, to you, and other people's commandment that, that God has, has given you. But you're talking about bowls or reverence, and you're preaching years ago about that. The Irish, when they use the word bold, they mean bold. They don't mean, oh, my tribal. They mean bold, and they yeah. get rid of it, and then they go for it. And that's all we, we can do, because every, <coughs> first people were in, um, it was, you know, she just spoke about courage. And the Lord's been talking to me about courage for a long, long time now. And it's like, um, well, I apologise, I can't, I can't really say that. You know, I, I, I can't. And yet, I say to the Lord, use me. Yeah. You know, let, let, let me be. Yeah. You know, and we just think, oh, you're better, 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 better. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Do okay. you think... Sorry, was somebody else wanted to <laughs> <laughs> Alan's been waiting for ages. This is not a question, it's an observation from the experience. One of the things that's been emphasized quite rightly over the sessions is asking for Holy Ghost wisdom. If the Lord gives you a word or puts a question on your heart, wisdom. And this isn't always exercised very well. I'm not putting the damper on anything at all. I think these sessions are tremendous. But going way back to the early days of the fellowship, um, we had a lot of ministry from South Charles coming in. Long before we had this place, we were a house church, relatively small group. And this guy comes up from South Charles and he 
of life, the man, Mason. Now, we hardly knew each other. The fellowship was only months old, really. And there's like 20 of us in one of the brothers' front rooms. And um, he would, this guy was trying to teach us about, you know, healing from God, etc., etc. And bear in mind, we hardly knew each other. And then he suddenly said to one of the brothers, the Lord showed me that uh, you're far too close to your mother, and your mother has far too much of a, an influence on you. Mm -hmm. Now this lad had just got married. He, he was newly married. And of course the rest of us were, you know, what are you going to say to the rest of us? <laughs> 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 you know, it's like mine, really. um, but the upshot was, we, we were all sort of like this, you know. The, the guys, um, let me get this right now. Yeah, one of the other fellows at the meeting told his fiancée what had been said, and she wasn't in the meeting. She then says to the new wife of this guy, Oh, I believe such and such and such was said about you know, and all the rest of it. <laughs> and I can tell you now, it destroyed that lad. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what this? Lack of wisdom. Um, years later, I tackled that particular minister. I, had, I, I wasn't sufficient, really, mature enough to tackle him at the time. But some years later, I really tackled him about it and said, it's essential that you have wisdom as well as getting away from the road. A quiet way with the lad, privately, yeah. sure. rather than in order. Yeah. But that was, that was very disruptive. Mm -hmm. Because this, this this place should be a safe place. You should be able to say what you what you feel meant to say. But but, you, you, but you, you you've got to you've got to be um, satisfied with each other. You've got to know each other. You've got to be able to trust each other. Remember, we hardly knew each other, and suddenly it was blank all round the little fellowship that this lad was having trouble with. You know, was too much of the influence of his mother and all this business. Uh, it destroyed him. And I can just mention one other thing. I noticed that it says about when you prophesy or giving away, don't be telling somebody who they're going to marry. Well, it's happened years ago. And I can just tell you now that the guy who it was said to, who never did get married, <laughs> it rankles with him still. Mm -hmm. It really does. Okay. Uh, and the person he was told he was going to marry actually married somebody else. Now, you see, you've got to be careful that you don't have wishful thinking. I think it's God's thinking. Yeah. Or saying something about it's always a bit cynicism. And it's not God. And I'll just give you one other instance as well. And, um, this, this is again some years ago. One of our brothers was dangerously ill. Dangerously, dangerously ill. We all got together, we prayed about it. And somebody says, the Lord showed me that this illness is not unto death. Thought it all made up, but he died three days later. So I'm not going to dump on anything. These have been tremendous things, but ask God for Holy Ghost wisdom. Yeah. Is it for the body, or is it for the individual? Is it to be openly said, or is it to be privately said? To sure. The yeah. Yeah. Always assess what the actual thing is that God is saying to you, and don't confuse the word of God. With wishful thinking. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Cheers, Dad. Any more? Ben? Did you want to say something? I was going to ask you to tell a story about the, the old lady with the dog at the bus stop. 
Smith Wigglesworth. Um, it's, uh, it, yeah, it, Smith Wigglesworth was standing at a bus stop and uh, this woman comes along to get the bus. You probably read this anyway, and a little dog with a little pooch. And uh, she says to the dog, go home, go on, go home, the dog. And she tells the dog half a dozen times and uh, nothing happens. Then the bus comes and then she screams at the dog. I won't do it. Go home! And the dog, tail between its leg, went home. And Smith Wigglesworth said, and that's how you're supposed to talk to the devil. <laughs> and I think, I think there's, it's hard, this, isn't it, to get the, the wisdom and the balance of, you know, like I said on Sunday, that I preached and I was very full of ifs, ifs buts and maybes and quite wussy, really. It might be and it might not be. And I don't know the answer to this. I'll know the balance. But it's when you speak, speak as the oracles of God, isn't it? And uh, I think the wisdom is maybe context rather than, than, than even what you're saying, you know, and maybe we need safety. Uh, where if you have a word like that to say, to share it with somebody else, I've got a word about Joe or Nita or, or sorry, or, or, or somebody, and it's this, what you think, and to get the safety nets going, really. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know the answer to, I don't know the outworkings of all this to, to, to speak as the oracles of God, to say it like you mean, because we say often when we're in the, the shops and stuff with parents with their kids, come on now, come on, and we walk past sometimes and all, unfortunately say it out loud, say it like you mean it, <laughs> say it like you mean it, because we don't say it like we mean it, we, we, we wash it really, and uh, I, I, I don't know what that means to you, but I think we do need to pray for wisdom. Yeah. in all of these things, that's essential as well, so that we do speak the oracles of God powerfully. And again, these sessions, I think it's not just about prophecy, they, they will bleed, that's not the right phrase, but bleed into everything. We, this Being prophetic will make us better evangelists. Being prophetic will make us better pastorally. Being prophetic will make us better prayers. It will, it will bleed into every area of life where we can just raise our game. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes as well when you really feel that you have got a word for someone I've had a situation and I didn't feel it was right to say anything to them because it's like you say telling somebody they're going to have a child or and it was something in that sort of way just pray about it I just prayed for a season and then the person spoke to me and I said, well, I already knew that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it it yeah. can be like that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just yeah. being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I was, I was glad it was right that I didn't say anything to start with. Because it was wonderful. When she, and she was made up when I said, I already knew that. Wow. Yeah. 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 Can I say that Paul was going to tell the story about Winnie the Pooh? Because sometimes you, you get a word, but it sounds so ridiculous. That really, you've got to have a lot of courage. I was at this big seminar thing yeah. in, um, in Sheffield, and it was with lots of, uh, it was even um, aristocrats there, and sort of nobility, of high born ladies. And, and some of the people, we were sharing and things, and some of some of these women were saying that the Lord was giving, giving this amazing vision of you know, these waterfalls and being down these, and absolutely amazing things these people being. Where we're just speaking and sharing absolutely wonderful, fabulous things. 
And then the Lord asked me to pray over this lady. I prayed over this lady. And I thought, I can't give that word, Lord. I can't look so stupid. I <laughs> and I could feel the Holy Spirit going, shh. I said, I can't. I can't. And in the, in the end, I sat there and I felt, if I, if I don't, my very bones are going to shout out. So um, one of the ladies there said, Chris, I think you, the Lord's given you a word for somebody. So there I go. I'm telling this what it was. There was uh, Winnie the Pooh was walking round, walking down to the woods, and Piglet was hanging on to the back of his chair, shouting, "What about me? What about me, Pooh? What about me?" I shared this with this lady. She burst out of tears. She, she, um, all, all her childhood, she never had to touch her parents. She was taken at tea time, you know, um, gloves on, so just to say goodnight to parents. And the only thing that she ever had in her life where she felt that was her nanny. Wow. So I don't know. Wow. And Holly Holly spoke to her. Yeah. I don't want to give Willy the poo. I want to give Willy the I think, yeah, because God has a sense of humor. Yeah. 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 Praise God. Yeah. 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 Ask that lady. Come on, Come on, Anne. Get it out, Stop messing. I've nearly forgotten. No, I was just thinking of going back, you know, when you were talking about the prophetic and you can't go back and I came from Church of England and actually somebody did say to me I would get married <laughs> and I also got told off publicly in front of everybody for something and I nurtured them one thing that the Lord told me was to have the heart of a baby and the skin of a rhinoceros oh, with anything like that, yeah. because people will make mistakes, they really, really will, and they shouldn't mm-hmm. do it in that respect. But going back from fellowship, early on there was a lot of freedom, because we didn't have the building, and we didn't have the boundaries, and mm-hmm. we didn't really know what we were going into. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I've found is I've gone on in life, that with the building comes responsibility, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we're all in our little boxes, I think, a lot of the time. Mm. And, and that's why there's not this like free-flowing of the, the Holy Spirit, the river. Mm. Because we've, we've all got our responsibilities and we're all, you know, but the Holy Spirit in my life wants me to run free. Yeah. You know, he, um, and it's... Um, it's, it's like tonight at the beginning of the meeting, I, I saw a neon sign, kept flashing, you know, like when you go out in the city overnight and see these neon lights. And I said to the Lord, what does that mean? And he said, I want your, I want your attention. Wow. And I think that, for me, I, I want your attention. Yeah. You know, brilliant. I think that it is with a lot of time when we go into a meeting. You know, I, I just go in and I sit. I'll just sit and I'll let I'll, I'll let the worship group sing and I'll sing along. And, and, but I'm not connected. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. I really am not connected. It's something I do, whereas at the very beginning of time, when I first came into all of this, and didn't know anything about it, 
conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It was incredible. We couldn't wait to get to the meetings yeah. because we didn't know what God was going to say to us or what anybody was going to do. Yeah. And we didn't even think about what should we say because it was it was an atmosphere of love and we were novices and everything. Yeah. But it was it's just a trail or something, you know. Yeah. Think the, we get well, with growth comes structure, doesn't it? You've got to have a structure of some kind when you've got yeah. a crowd. But I, think, I think that's where the hunger comes in, and, yeah. isn't it? Because a lot of us, um, at the beginning, when we were meeting the civil defence hall and, and mm -hmm. before that, people were going to their own churches still, yeah. and then coming on. Yeah, the and it was like coming for playtime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it was amazing, the yeah. freedom and the, you know, just the excitement, yeah. as you said. And people couldn't wait to get there. You know, we started at eight when church had finished. Yeah, we, you know, and, and we were ready to, well, it was 11, wasn't it? Usually yeah. most nights, and that yeah. the floor would be bouncing. And, yeah. you know, it was, they yeah. were incredible times. They were special times. That's what, you know, I look back and think, why can't we do that? But I think... They were special times, weren't they? But yeah. but there was that hunger. People did what they knew they had to do, and then they come for more. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and I think would we do that now? Would we? You know, how many people were sort of like you know, yeah. need to get out. But because uh, I know we would, you know, and uh, but it, it was it was different. But it's that hunger. It's getting back to that hunger. And, you know, we did all the things and there was all the teaching we were still, you know, you still go into your own church until we became responsible for the whole thing, you know, and then it changed, didn't it? Because then that was the main meeting. We didn't have the after, okay, we've done that, let's... That didn't really carry on then, did it? Yeah. It, it wasn't the dead cut-off, was it? it? just It was over time, it changed. Yeah. These things creep in slow. It's like you swap your passion for religion yeah. and one day you wake up and say, where's it all gone? Yeah. And uh, yeah. so it's hunger is, yeah, it's vital. That's this one about being connected because I know it may be a little off topic from prophecy, prophetic people we're talking about, but it was on my heart earlier as you were speaking. And I think connected to what you were saying, I was thinking about how often, I know what I do, I know we come to church sometimes, worship starts up, and we get in our little zone of, I let me close my eyes, I sing my prayers to God, and maybe I'm not feeling connected to God in some way, but I'm closing my eyes, and it's just me, and I could be at home with a CD player, <laughs> all that matters. And, I know, and sometimes, you know, the presence of God is here, and we'll feel that, and that will bring us along sometimes. But I think sometimes, when we're feeling this it, we just need to rise and look around. <laughs> We're a body. Yeah. It's not, I don't think there's a problem sometimes of going singing with each other, like the word a folk song at a pub. You know, when you gather along and sing with each other, not just close your eyes and feel there's a few people around you singing as well. And if I don't look at them, they would look at me, hopefully, they don't see them raising their hands. But it's so amazing. You feel the roof's coming off. We're you know, body, we're that. family, we can look yeah. at each other and smile and enjoy the fact that someone yeah. else is worshipping mm -hmm. and we might be feeling <coughs> disconnected to God, but if we start to connect with God's people next to us, That's we'll start right. to connect to Him. Yeah. And I think sometimes yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you know, just 
I've often walked out on a Sunday and I've said to someone, no, the roof came off our church today. You know, cause, and then another day I'll be a bit flat. It's just the way it goes, isn't it? But you do know that God's here. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be, you know. But I find that we don't do as much flag waving as we used to do. Thank you, have a flag. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Whether you say ideas, yeah. we always used to fly. Yeah. Me included, I don't do it very much now. There isn't much room to wave the flag. No, true. There's too many people there. It's funny that there isn't much room to wave the flag. When I was 25, I was in Zimbabwe for a month. And I think just because, I mean, I'm probably quite reserved naturally, but because everybody was dancing. Um, you did it as well. Yeah. You yeah. almost would have felt stupid not to have done it. Yeah. Or you'd have looked at it yeah. not to have done it, you know. And it was, um, I think sometimes that's what it is, isn't it? Because if, if in English culture we do it, you, you then stand out, whereas in Africa you would have stood out if you hadn't. Yeah. Just, you see what I mean? So, so yeah. you lost that, really. Yeah. You know what? I actually don't think that, that matters. No. If you're, no. If you're reserved in nature, mm. if you're quiet, yeah. you know. If you're in tune with God, the Spirit's going to yeah. move anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is not a stiff up or lift. How many can you into touch? You know, if that is your personality before God, why try and be something else? God yeah. just want you, God wants you to be you. Yeah. God wants you to be yourself with Him. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I wave a flag. And, you know, oh, that could dance like I did. I can't. But God knows me. God knows that I'd love to wave my arms in the air. It's not, it's not about trying to do something that will somehow impress God enough for him to show up. Okay, God is not impressed by you know, the, um, the energy in our dancing or the loudness of our, our praise. It's, a, it's all about the heart when you, when you boil it all down. Yeah. That's what it's about. Mm. And sometimes our heart it feels far away from the Lord. And sometimes it feels super close. It doesn't change the fact that he is always with us. Yes, you can. You know absolutely. Yeah. But but it's again be careful because it's not about the outward manifestation of energy. It's about uh, I think stirring up is about aligning our hearts uh, underneath the source of all life. Mm -hmm. If you like, put your put your jug. Under the flow, that's stirring up. Sorry, just to say something back on the uh, hopefully prophetic, but um, I, I'm going to ask how, how long do you have as Kingsway been here in this building? 83. 83, years. I'm so, I, you know, it must have been something that was such a joy to be able to move and see come to fruition. Um, you know, I'm sorry if this offends anyone who was part of seeing that come, but I don't believe this is Kingsway's last home. I think it's bigger. I, think sorry, it's, I, I don't believe this is Kingsway's last home. I think, oh. it's, I think it's bigger. I think it's expansive. I, I think there's room for 
his church to not just grow in spirit, but grow in in people and numbers. And numbers isn't the be all and all. Numbers say from hell is whether they come to this church or any other church. I don't care. But um, maybe it's wishful thinking. There's a big, massive, abandoned building. It's several football pitches. It's just a street away from me. I look at it and go, oh, God, I'd love to see that church. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. uh, but I do believe that kings will grow beyond what we're Yeah, we're getting there. Do you know, the, uh, I don't have to express, there's something about what Matt said about this, this what you said before about connectedness and this with your eyes open. Uh, I've I, I just, I don't, some of you know Charlie Green. When Charlie danced, he would, he would, there used to be a circle and he would dance in front of you like this. Oh, yeah. 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 And he would just dance around, inviting you. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm thinking what Nita said that, you know, I might be Jimmy Brown, a dull brown, and you might be Ernie Bright Orange. And, and somewhere there's a, there's a crossover, isn't there, where we, where, where we can be ourselves and yet invite each other into, this is, this is how it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is that how it works for you? And so, so we're, we're encouraging and feeding one and each, feeding not off each other, but with each other, aren't we? You know, and, and and Charlie, I'll never forget him dancing and just, and he, and you couldn't be scared with Charlie. He had this genuine authenticity in yeah. the dance, and uh, and the invitation was was superb. I'm trying to get words because we love him so much. And, and for what you're saying, I think there's something in that, for, and what you're saying, that maybe we should do that, we should practice that, of just being aware to invite each other into, into that orangeness or that redness or that matness or that neatness or that ruthness. Does that make sense, that least? Or, so it's a bit flowery, that, isn't it? Sorry. Or the craziness of Ernie. Uh, but just... We can experience some of that. It doesn't mean we change ourselves. It just means, you know, I've told this joke before. You heard about the two ships that collided in the English Channel. One was carrying blue paint and one was carrying red paint. And 50 sailors got marooned. <laughs> Excuse me. But, but the, the point is... <laughs> the point is, we are unique, but we mix, don't we? And we, the colours... The colours blend and bleed into each other, don't we? And that's the joy of each other, isn't it? We're not, I'm not orange and I'm staying orange and you don't come in my circle. Yeah. It, is, it is joints, whatever. And joints are not arms, joints are wrists, aren't they? When Ernie touches me, something dynamic happens. And that's, a, that's an encouragement, isn't it, for relationship? And it is all about relationship, isn't it? It's that relationship, but it's this relationship. Yeah, yeah. I think you've touched on something that all due respect you might not have the fullness of it Matt there's, there's seams of gold in there where we can just be with each other I think what you yeah. said to, to, to the other day the other week is that you can't force this stuff yeah. you know it's dangerous yeah. to try and whip it up so people yeah. are not doing yeah. it yeah. it just becomes solely cool yeah. just yeah. a soul yeah. energy rather yeah. than some spirit yeah. yeah. I've seen it where people just naturally start doing stuff and it's obviously it's God and it's he's you know, doing it, and it's when we start judging other people for doing this stuff, which is, you know, what the gentleman was saying is, 
used to call it the Pentecostal hop. You know, Christian two steps. These guys are going for it, you know. But you know, my, my uh, mum used to do what Charlie Green did. Uh, I don't know if you yeah, know. Do. Yeah, do. Yeah. And she used to just go like that. And she was so lovely. I'm not just saying that because she was my mum. Absolutely. But she was so thrilled. I mean, she came to the Lord late in life. And she used to just go up to people and she'd be dancing. And she'd just get hold of their hands and draw them out. When you respond to that, because it was love, yeah. you know, it wasn't yeah. somebody forcing sure. somebody to do something. You, you just wanted to be with her, you know, to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of connection, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Can I just read a scripture? It's about, just about the connection and about the, the hard work that, we, that you touched on before. And uh, it's a verse that I love that says, never, never become tired of doing good. Mm. But I read it in the message just before it came out. And it says, so let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Wow. Amen. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Okay. Last five minutes then. Uh, quick fire. Okay. One thing that you're going to do as a result of the things that you have learnt. So, from Ernie this way. <laughs> One thing you're going to do. Go on, shout it, tell us. One thing you're going to do as a result of the things that you've learned over these last five weeks. Go. Make it brief. I'm going to preach the gospel more. Amen. Matt. Be still, be quiet. Not settle for being settled. Amen, that's good. <laughs> Pressing the walls the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Really. Amen. Tony? Realignment. Great. Mm -hmm. Lid? Yeah, just to stop and ask him to speak. Amen. Mm -hmm. Dawn? Closer to God so I hear his voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, keep Jesus in my heart and in my mind. Yeah, yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Be more yielded to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mark? I, I think be bold. Right, man. Good. Bye. And keeping on practicing what you told us to do. Five Speaking in tongues and then keep quiet. Amen. Great. Right, at least five minutes. Me too. Hunger. Hunger, yes. Andrea? I'm going to start my home because they're the people I'm closest yeah. to in my community mm -hmm. and want to see God move there. Yeah. And then, yeah. Pete? Take that one random word that God seems to give me out to be prayed about rather than saying, how are you? <laughs> Amen. No good. Yes. Go with it. Honest, yes. Pauline. Yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Nikki? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Listen, probably like yeah. that. Not listening. Um being really sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Great, Ruth. It gives a lot of space when you sign up and carry on with the 
travel on Sunday, you know, that blind state of being, you know, let every heart prepare in room. Amen. Amen. We're not off the hook, mate. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. And and for me, it's about uh, becoming accountable uh, in in fellowship with one another, uh, for sharing that which God has given me, and for encouraging you guys to share what God's given you. Mm. Amen. Thank so our time is now up. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you.